The road to Norad was paved with corpses. Covered with a late October dusting of snow, skeletons lay strewn in scattered heaps, flesh picked clean, bloodied icicles clinging to eye sockets and teeth, ragged strips of cloth whipped in the brisk winds, and skulls seemed to turn aside from the Humvee that took a slowing approach to the mountainside, rising up from the cracked pavement. At the gate, twenty feet high and crowned with barbed wire, the vehicle came to a stop, the front tires just beyond the shredded chain-link entrance. So much for that, said Veronica Winters, inside at the wheel. It had been a long cross-country trip, and she and Dr. Arcadia Gray hadn't held out much hope for even getting this far, so she counted her blessings. Many, many others hadn't been so lucky. It can't be, Arcadia whispered. Eyes wide, she fearfully scanned the damage to the fence, then peered beyond. The road ahead, as well as the vast area leading up the mountainside entrance to Norad, were bleak, but not unpopulated. How many do you think got through? Right now I'm just thinking about what smashed through that fence. Yeah, Veronica sighed, getting ready to put the HV in reverse. I'm not up for another game of can our car drive faster than a pursuing zombie T-Rex? Do you think anyone's still in there? I don't know. It's all underground or in the mountain, so we could hope so, and hope they had enough supplies to last three months. But I don't know. If even one of those things got in there, there might be no one alive. Or if de Kirk sent in some phony-ass soldiers. Veronica nodded. Surprised he didn't just bomb the place, to be sure. But we know as commander-in-chief he could have shut it down, evacuated the whole place even, or ordered an airstrike with just a keystroke. But he didn't. Arcadia scanned the mountain and the nearby areas, looking for signs of launches, attacks, or nuclear fallout. Probably wants to keep everything here nice and intact in case there's a need to use it as a command center or something in the future. She tapped the radio, the UHF on the dash, and again tried tuning in to a frequency that had worked before. Nothing in days, Arcadia said, not even looking. They've gone silent. Hopefully it's just so they don't give away their presence. It's what I would do. God, she hoped it was true. Otherwise, these three months of nail-biting terror, battling, sneaking, and racing across the country were all for nothing. The road might just as well end here. At least for them. Arcadia met her look, and after three months of being constantly together, they pretty much knew each other's thoughts. You're still hoping Alex made it? She made a pained face as a cloud darkened the sky and the eerie shadows ahead all merged into one blanket of gloom. There's been no word for so long. I'm sure he's safe. Veronica shook her head. I'm not. You don't know Alex like I do. He's impulsive, thoughtless, overly high on himself. Even worse, he attributes his survival to skill when in fact it was either pure luck or me being there to save his ass.
And now you're not. You're halfway across the country. I know. But you have to hope. Oh, I do hope. She gripped the wheel tighter, and for a moment, right before the sun re-emerged, she was back there, back in Atlanta three months ago, right after the bomb exploded and everything went to hell.